0: Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to another episode of the show radio. It's episode 608 of the show. I'm your host, Andrew.
1: Hey guys, I'm Danny.
0: And this is your source for tech, gaming, and entertainment news. Guys, head over to andrew-alliance.com and sign up for our newsletter. That's where you get the news, the gaming stuff that we post on that website. That is a newly renovated focus for the blog posts for the website. Also, make sure you like, subscribe, and hit the bell. For more tech and gaming and crypto stuff uh, for the show. Because all of a sudden now, Daniela, we're talking more about NFTs and things of that nature. Uh, so this is a little bit of housekeeping at the very top. Uh, Clubhouse Club, the Alliance Academy. Uh, definitely check that out. The Alliance Academy and the Discord is thealliancediscord.com where you find content updates for everything that we're doing in the space right now. The podcast is available on all podcast platforms and thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the show. This is episode six hundred and eight. Daniela, we have some high lows and in-between news this week. And uh definitely want to hear your thoughts before we jump in.
1: Um, definitely some highs and lows. Ooh, pretty I don't I don't think like there's some news from this past week that were I guess sad. But then there's also some that are really good. So they average it out. So I was like an okay week.
0: Yeah, it was interesting to see, right? So um, so there was a game they have been waiting for to see for a very, very long time. So Dying Light 2 finally made its, you know, world <laughs> exposure, whatever Thank you want to call that, right? So it's out and about. I'm not hearing good things, bad things, or in different things. So I definitely want to hear what you see happening in the space right now for Dying Light 2 and the Streets.
1: Um, I'm saying a lot of people are actually enjoying it. So I guess it's it, it's like good to hear that it's meeting those expectations and people are are digging it so far. But, you know, it's still pretty early.
0: Absolutely. So Dying Light 2, definitely check that out if you haven't done so already. Uh, the other thing that was uh, in the radar this week, Gran Turismo 7. I know you're a fan, Daniela. What's going on there?
1: I didn't get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you didn't get
1: it. No, that's exciting though, because I I feel like Gran Turismo Seven is definitely the 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 game that really got people really interested in being able to like really dive into cars on a video game level and get into those things. So that's pretty exciting.
0: Absolutely. I did see, um, not, not necessarily see, I remember playing Gran Turismo, the first one, and the one that really hooked me uh, to that series uh, for a long time was Gran Turismo 2. I think that the evolution of the changes from the first game to the second game was absolutely amazing. And Gran Turismo has not uh, stopped uh, to push the boundaries of realism, uh, even photo realism, however you want to look at that, for the particular platform. It is an amazing series. If you're into the uh, simulation racing game, uh, it's it's amazing. So that's all I have to say there for Gran Turismo. So definitely check out what's happening in space for Gran Turismo 7 uh, for sure. So, Daniela, it is the season. You know what season it is, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is the season. season. So every, every time we get close to the season, this is when we start talking a lot about Destiny 2 content so the witch queen at the end of this month or closest to the end of this month if you want to say that uh there's some exciting buzz around what they're going to do for people to level up to catch up to, to the individuals who are not so leveled up right now uh weapon balancing of course they do all those things but at the end of the day if you listen to a podcast for any length of time you know that i love destiny 2 and whatever they put out i'm gonna play all right so the witch Queen it's um i'm excited for that and everything that is going to be more destiny 2 i'm always excited for that so you're going to start hearing the conversation about destiny as we head into the end of the month daniela any thoughts on that
1: (laughs) that's all your realm
0: okay so you know i'm
1: glad that they're still coming out with content people are excited you're excited that's always a good sign it's always a good healthy sign for a game
0: Yeah, so what was surprising this week, which I was debating, you know, even before we even started, if we wanted to touch on this or not, but it it is important that we touch on this particular game uh, because of everything that it represents for first-person shooters and lore, great story narrative and all that stuff. Uh, This uh, game released last year, fourth quarter of last year. We did touch on it a little bit recently about... What happened to all the hype? So I'll let you take that, that Danielle, and we'll 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 chop it.
1: So Destiny had the good news. Halo does not have the good news. So I think a lot of people predicted this too, and we we've even brought it up. Um, so Halo Infinite has fallen outside of Xbox's top five games. It's at six, and it's heavily dropped out of Steam's top one hundred think even during peak hours it's lucky if it breaks into the top 40 but on average it's it's not looking good it's not looking good for them at all and it, i think has a lot to do with the state of of our shooters right now a lot of people even though i still feel that it's very oversaturated um really do gravitate towards um battle royales and less amongst like the the team fighters i mean you even have games like call of duty struggling um you have battlefield struggling but it really is kind of a shock to see halo falling into that where just that interest isn't there
0: yeah i I don't know only
1: two 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 months in two months really from the official the official real release about three months since like the multiplayer came out so it's not like there's a gatekeeping that's going on because there's like, you know, you can you can play the multiplayer um, with without the game pass. You have the whole game available on the game pass. So like what's happening?
0: That's yeah. So that was my question to you. What do you think? It What do you think it is? Is it um, have we have we gotten to a place where certain shooting genres are just more attractive? Because we're not having the same conversation with Apex. Right.
1: Again, the people are the top games that are being played are battle royales. Right. You have you have Fortnite, you have Warzone, and you have um Apex Legends up there. Right. I mean, granted the top five also includes like GTA five and um Roblox. So those are the top five games right there. Of those shooters are battle royales. So that I think is is the main element is that people really just prefer that over your traditional and what what Halo has originally established, you know, twenty years ago, twenty one years ago. Um and them not having that, that could possibly be what's hurting it. Mm. And on top of that, you mean it's infamous. PC shooters, there's always hackers. So that can also um really discourage people from wanting to revisit until that's handled. But by the time it is, are people really gonna like as many people are gonna want to come back to it?
0: Okay. Yeah, it's um it's sad news. It's still a great game. So I I, I don't know. I, I'm just um but we did briefly mention it uh, in a recent episode about how it seemed like it just fell off really really fast you know
1: and here's the proof that it did
0: and and yeah so it was a feeling first don't be mad at me okay it is what it is according to to the numbers so uh, a third of Sony's 3.6 billion uh bungee fee would be used to encourage employees to stay thoughts on that
1: I don't think I quite understand that okay like you're going to spend money to get people to stay because they possibly don't like what happened? I guess I need more explanation on that one because I, I guess that seems like a lot of money to get people to stay if there's, if there's nothing that's really, really changing. Right. Why?
0: Hmm. Okay. So let's see. Uh, let's go ahead and, and look at it a little bit. Let me, let me pull this up. Uh, let's say it says as part of its uh, February 2022 earnings report for Q3 2021, the company showed a slide explaining that of the $3.6 billion being put aside for the deal, around $1.2 billion of this will be used to reward existing employees as long as they don't leave. Okay. So based on that, what did you get from what I just read?
1: Why would they leave? Okay. Better job opportunities? There's right. something out there. I mean, I I guess that's always a good possibility. People move on from their careers, they want to try a different studio, they want to adventure and do different things, so there's their incentive to keep them to stay.
0: Okay. Now, one quote in here says these amounts will be paid over the course of several years after the acquisition closes and will be recorded as expenses for accounting purposes sony expects that around two-thirds of these payments will be made in the first two years after the deal is finalized all right so uh, this this is definitely something to to dig into because a couple of things come up you know i'm thinking about working conditions i'm thinking about you know morale i'm thinking about uh, things like that if the people currently working at the company are satisfied with as you mentioned before the decisions that they've made for the for this particular acquisition right so these are the things that i'm thinking along those lines and i don't know it's it's a developing story we'll keep an eye on it and see You know, what are the conditions, which I'm not going to make any assumptions here because everybody's getting sued for something these these days. So what are the current working conditions and how is it affecting the employees? And what is does that have a direct correlation with this money that's being set aside for them not to leave? Okay, so I'm just going to leave it there. Not going to make any assumptions. I'm just going to uh, thoughts on that and then we'll move on.
1: I mean, that's all you can really do is pay attention to, to what it is because you don't know what's going on behind closed doors there. Um, I just don't see what the incentive for It just seems like a lot of money to spend for an incentive.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot. It's definitely a lot of cash uh, for sure. So, okay, so we'll leave it there. Uh, Sony has now shipped 17.3 million PS5 consoles according to its latest earnings report. And from what I did see with that, uh, the chip shortage is definitely hurting it because they can't. I'm I'm still wondering if. Well, I'm not even on the market. Let me let me let me stop. I'm not on the market for a PlayStation 5 right now. Let's just be honest. I'm not. But for those who are, you're still waiting for the opportunity to get a PlayStation 5. You're wondering if you'll ever get your hands on it, based on how things are being played out right now. What are your thoughts on this, Daniel? I
1: mean. <laughs> I I'm stoked. I have mine, but yeah, the the chip shortage is a huge thing, and it's not just for Sony. It's for anybody that needs them. But that's still quite a that's still quite a hefty amount to um to have have shipped. Um. Yeah, I think they're doing good.
0: I mean, I, regardless yeah, of sure.
1: what the console wars say, I think they're doing good.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so the uh, the high demand right now, you know. It's, it is it is what it is. So so these are quick hits for the news bits. Uh, on this part, uh, Rocksteady's Suicide Squad have reportedly been delayed into next year. Thoughts on that?
1: Oh, no. <laughs>
0: Were you waiting for that? <laughs> what do you mean, oh, no? Yeah,
1: I am. Yeah, I am. Okay. I mean, our, our state of things, I'm amazed that games come out on time.
0: True. Okay. So
1: Just like, I, I'm amazed when they, they make their first deadline their first actual launch date
0: okay all right so 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 moving on then uh so activision has confirmed infinity ward is leading development of this year's new call of duty game as well as new warzone offerings while announcing the declining interest declining interest in the shooter series on pc and console that's an interesting part uh, at the tail end of that thoughts on that
1: yeah I think that's the same thing that Halo is falling into right there is that declining interest. It's not that people aren't interested in shooters. It's type of shooter that it's being advertised as. I mean, Fortnite is just gonna be up there for like a long while. I don't think any game has really come out to be able to offer everything that Fortnite has been able to, especially over these last like several years. And you, they just got to match that. That's the new standard now. Where before we went through, like, what, a decade of just Call of Duty and Halo just being the prime, like, standard of for games. I mean, yeah, um, Battlefield was there, but Battlefield is a far more, n- not far more, but far less of just a running gun. Whereas that's what... Call of Duty really is, and people really liked. And then you came out with Fortnite here, introducing this whole other realm of battle royales. And then you have Apex doing the same exact thing. I I just definitely think that you know the longtime OG standards of shooters they gotta they gotta get with the times and just give people what they want. Even though I think battle royales are just there's too many of them.
0: Okay, so Certain Infinity, I don't know if they're working on a particular mode that will compete uh with the battle royale things do you think bungie will switch the formula or add to the formula a little bit in the near future because they see this because they have to see this is affecting it's not like the game is bad or the story is bad you know people fell in love with with that when it came out people were happy satisfied doing clips as we mentioned fourth quarter of last year 2021 this year has been really quiet not a lot of clips not a lot of, you know, streams of, you know, Halo this and that. Maybe uh, if you're invited to, you know, a particular platform to stream a title and that's your favorite title of all time, then you decide to stream that. That's one thing. But if it's any other thing, it's uh, pretty quiet. You know, that that's where we are. So you think adding to the formula and adding Battle Royale to its um, repertoire, if you will, would be a good thing for the Halo ecosystem?
1: I think so. Definitely it's definitely I don't think they should take away what they're known for, but definitely to add on to it. I think that's definitely what's what's needed. I mean, I, I think there's games that are successful without being a battle royale. Like Valorant does really well. CSGO does really well. Um, but that's a whole different type of genre. That is those are for some really serious hardcore shooter players. Whereas I I feel like COD, Apex Fortnite are pretty pretty light, as far as being as competitive as those two other games. So yeah, you definitely have to add on to what you already are known for, rather than take it away.
0: Indeed, indeed. Uh so is this Satya Nadella? I'm not sure. Or we'll we'll, uh, we'll roll
1: Satya? with it. I'd go with that.
0: You go with Satya Nadella. Has downplayed the likelihood of Microsoft's enormous 60, I thought it was 68.7, 69 billion Activision Blizzard buyout being blocked by the US Federal Trade Commission. In an interview with the Financial Times, Nadella said the deal should be viewed in a context of the video game industry market where Microsoft is not top dog. Now, Daniela. Okay. I read that and I was just like I don't know how I feel about that statement, but uh I want to hear your thoughts first and then I'll, I'll I'll go after. What do you think about that?
1: That is a very sly, wormy way to think about it. Okay. That's that's my initial feel about it. I mean, is it is it kind of true? Yeah. But Microsoft is more than just video games. We know that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right right and and that's exactly what I took away from it hi you are you are high up there, you're top three right yep. you're you are a top dog, <laughs> so I don't know who's who told you you're not based on the things that you're doing and the moves that you're making in the market, so that is like that could be very misleading that that particular statement there in my opinion uh so that's how I read that because uh, Microsoft is doing so much in so many different arenas. So I was just like, uh, I don't fully agree with that.
1: Yeah, you can't just pick and choose where you think like you'll get by. You, yeah, that's all, that's it. You can't just pick and choose. Yeah. So. At least in my mind, that's not how that works.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Uh, so Hideo Kojima has launched a podcast. Thoughts on that?
1: If it could only be in English.
0: <laughs> yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. That'd yeah. be
1: great, but I guess I gotta learn some Japanese. A little bit. But until then, it's um it's not in English. Yeah. I would love I would love to hear more of this man's ideas, his thoughts, his opinions. He is definitely one of I think one of the greatest creative minds of my existence. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I'm so I'm looking forward to someone really taking the time to translate it, and then we'll be able to listen to it in some way, shape, or form.
1: Or, or even s- if they just put it in text, I'll sit there and read it. I really would.
0: Yeah, he's 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 pretty amazing. So we'll see the developments on that. What's happening in that particular space, and then you get into some of the stuff that we've seen with Ubisoft. Uh, they reportedly re- rewarded or awarded the efforts of its Ghost Recon Breakpoint development team with an NFT, Ghost Recon 20th anniversary cap. So I know we recently talked about, you know, some of the NFT stuff recently. Uh, So I'll stop there. Thoughts on this?
1: Can they resell it? (laughs) Like if they wanted to, like, I I don't want a cap. Maybe I want to make some the money and then yeah most
0: of them this, most but. of them can be resold on a secondary market most of them well
1: 100 thieves couldn't sell their nft
0: um mm, i did collect that one i didn't you didn't i didn't okay so this is i actually conversation. completely forgot that okay. i
1: actually completely forgot that you linked that to me and i just like went home and went on my daily thing and i'm like oh crap i forgot about this but yeah i did read it i did read their facts on it um, yeah so you could have only claimed that by, I think by Saturday and noon. I remembered it Saturday afternoon.
0: <laughs> well, the current value but, the um, current value of it is two dollars, and I think I could sell it if I wanted to. They said not intended for resale so so they're they're banking on the fact that um you're a community member, you love us so much, you're gonna cherish this chain that we decided to share with you via an nft that we didn't call an nft even though it is an nft right Uh, so don't sell it not intended for resale but the secondary market is a flipping market for a lot of folks so you can sell it if you want if you wanted to
1: then only you have make money off of it not them
0: yeah, so so say that
1: we aren't making money on this in any way,
0: yeah, we would I would have to see, like if um what the smart contract says because typically when an nFt is created, whether it's five thousand or ten thousand, every resale would be um if it's written in a smart contract for every resale, you get a percentage of that. sometimes ten percent. Sometimes it's fifteen percent. Every time they resell it, you get a percentage of it forever. And I think that's what we were talking about in the last episode. So if they don't have anything written in a smart contract for that, then the only person making the money would be the person selling it and not the person who created the NFT. If So what's
1: the what's the moral repercussions for that when an artist creates something to give away and they tell the people they're giving it to it's not for a resale?
0: I that's I I can't I can't touch that because whenever someone says something like that, we know anything that's given uh, for free, and someone believes that they can make money off of it. if they can flip it, they will, right? Like even the the current project that I just got into, people are already selling it when the whole the whole idea, if you know the project is valuable hold on to it for as long as possible, right? We can see that we bored apes. They were handing those out for free and look at how much they're worth now. So if somebody held bored apes when they were giving it out for free about a year ago, the value that people are buying that now is absolutely ridiculous, right? So I think that no matter what you tell humans, they're going to do what they want to do anyway. So that's the kind of short, long answer to to your question. So even though they say not intended for resale, somebody's going to sell it. Or somebody probably already sold it already, right? But they're already reselling the project that I just got into, uh, which I got in at point oh four and then point zero eight ETH. People are already buying that uh, on a resale market for $1,000, $2,000, $3,000. So if I were to sell mine, which I bought, right? I can easily get one grand, two grand for it. It's really up to the person making that decision for themselves. So even though a company says not intended for resale, things that we've seen even before NFTs where things were given to someone and it says not intended for resale, somebody found a way to sell that because they can make money. That was before NFTs. That that this yes. this didn't just happen because NFTs are out now. What we're seeing is is the full fledged motivations of human beings on different platforms. So that's my answer to that.
1: Interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 So that's what we got there. Uh, grand, grand theft. Auto six development is well underway. Rockstar says I don't think we're surprised. Are we surprised by this?
1: I don't think so. <laughs>
0: I don't think so either. I don't think so, I don't either. Think so either. So yeah, so Grand I mean, Go I've ahead. been
1: waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting for it, just so I can stop hearing about five, but yeah.
0: Yeah, so so that's gonna be interesting to see what's going to happen there switch is officially nintendo's best selling home console ever 101 million in sales thoughts on that
1: so i got to wonder what the number would be like if we didn't have covid
0: uh i think it would probably be doubled
1: really you think so
0: yeah if it if it's not doubled. doubled it'd be 160 what do you think
1: i don't i don't know I th- I think that'd still be pretty successful. But man, those switches were going out fast.
0: So you think you initial
1: think, lockdown and like
0: you think three X your- You think 300? No. 260? So what number would you what what number would you say?
1: Under a hundred.
0: Okay. 185? Million?
1: I don't think they would have broke a hundred million sales.
0: Mm. Wait, just under it. You don't think they would have broken 100 million sales?
1: Um, not right now. No.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: All right. I think it would have been maybe next year, but I just think that COVID played a whole lot into it because they were just selling like hotcakes.
0: Okay, so you think the uh, it sped up their sales because of COVID? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Uh, so uh, I would still guesstimate uh 200. Because we're 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 out, but not, we're not really out out. If that makes sense. That's how I'm thinking about it, and I could be wrong. I don't think I was wrong on the Halo thing, right? And that and that was without numbers. That was just yeah. a feel. That was just a feeling that was just a feeling and then you brought the data today so so i i would say 2x and that's just guesstimating i could be wrong on that that's fine uh so next thing uh nintendo's president says it won't join the game the games industry acquisition arms race uh thoughts on that
1: (laughs) exactly what i said nintendo don't care (laughs) yeah nintendo's like you two go do whatever you want we are in our own world. We are in Nintendo land. We are doing great just sticking with whatever it is that we do. True. We don't, we don't need that noise.
0: True. So, and the so thing is, that. no
1: matter what happens between Sony and Microsoft, Nintendo is always going to be successful.
0: Absolutely. And in their own way. Uh, so there, there's that. Uh, Next thing we have, EA admits Battlefield 2042. So this I did not want to talk about either. Because I was hoping for the best, but it it is what it is. So EA admits Battlefield 2042 flopped, but would have been less than 10% of annual revenue anyway. Okay, so that's kind of like, uh, we did really bad, but... The bright side is that's 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 what I got from this one. Okay, so the bright
1: side is we already knew it could possibly do bad. So we already factored in the cost. (laughs) Right,
0: right, right. That's that's what I got from that. Additional thoughts on that?
1: (laughs) That's a really sad
0: way. That's a sad. That's a sad. It
1: really is. It's like give out this bad news, but make it positive.
0: (laughs) Right. That's what I got from that.
1: Today you're fired, but hey, you have an opportunity to find another great job.
0: <laughs> that, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, what? What are we doing right now? So yeah, so that's what I got from that, um, and I really love, I've always loved shooters, still do. I I do hope they bounce back on a serious note. Um, I just look forward to seeing all these games shine in in, in this this space, right? Whether it's the Straight shooters without the Battle Royale, the Battle Royale games, which I'm really digging a little bit more, especially the Apex, you know, of the world and stuff like that. I really want to see all these games like really, really shine. Um, and including Battlefield 2042 because it, it reminded me a lot of Battlefield 1942. The fact that they were going back to basics, what made them great, what made them fantastic. So I'm looking forward to that core gaming experience from battlefield but let's see what they do with it in the near future so that's all i have there. additional thoughts there
1: no i maybe they should just quit making battlefield
0: Mm, (laughs) let's let's see what they they
1: really they really need to go back and really think how to make a really successful game for themselves again
0: let's see what they do because the co-creator of halo is there now so let's see what they do okay maybe maybe they'll do something you know um i'm i'm going to wait it out because i still want to see what what they do because they have new leadership and i want to see how that pans out for them in the near future so i'll i'll hang my hat there uh next thing i want to mention to you uh GameStop immutable X plot ethereum gaming nft marketplace that's a 100 million fund uh so if you are considering and we've been talking about nfts for the last two shows at this point so uh, tap into what that is. GameStop will use the Immutable X Layer 2 scaling solution for Ethereum to power its upcoming NFT marketplace. The partners have established a fund to incentivize game developers with up to 100 million, to incentivize game developers up to 100 million in total Immutable X Token grants that could be a great opportunity for you if you're a game developer, GameStop, immutable X. Daniela, your thoughts on this?
1: Um, I mean they're they're marketed as being a little bit more environment friendly, right? Which I think is like a huge thing for people. Ah. Mm. <sighs> I mean, I guess GameStop's got to figure out something for themselves too because over the years they had to shut down how many stores they're struggling just being that brick and mortar because everything's going digital. So, I guess they got to do something. And at the moment, I'm connecting it to my wallet, but yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So, definitely look into that. So, it says Immutable X works on top of the Ethereum blockchain and it's designed uh, specifically for token. Driven video games and NFT based projects. So that is a great collaboration with GameStop. So let's see what they do there. Uh, so that's all I have there for now for that 100 million fund. Uh, next thing that we have here. Oh, okay, so I guess we have another one here. Uh, gaming. So I guess because we're in this world, I think it's just fair for us to start mentioning some of these things. So even though you don't fully understand or may not fully understand what's happening in the space, you can actually Google these things, right? You can Google yeah. what is Hedera network or what is Hedera hash graph, right? You can start Googling these things, you know, what is crypto or what is NFT or whatever. Uh, so gaming giant Ubisoft, uh, dives further, dives further into crypto with Hedera network, which is an amazing network, amazing project there. Hedera hash graph, uh, at one point it was open for review and it was an open source. Uh, a couple of weeks ago they decided to vote to make it open source it is a very very environment friendly project and a pretty fast project too in terms of transaction speeds so hedera hashgraph hedera network definitely google that what is that definitely google it get some information you know with their website and you'll get some better context of what they're doing there Uh, ubisoft is in the nft space i think their last uh, thing that they did was the quartz Uh, situation right the ubisoft quartz nfts on a tezos blockchain which is xtz if i remember correctly so what is tezos what what is that right so these are the questions that you have to start asking yourself in this world of uh cryptocurrency nft web3 and and all those things as we're getting into that particular space so i'm not going to shy from talking about it it is still technology right And this is a tech gaming and entertainment show. So I must include some of these things, at least by way of mentioning it, so you can uh, dive in for yourself. Thoughts on this one, Hedera Network, Ubisoft?
1: I think even if you don't jump into it, it's just good to overall know. I mean, eventually, I mean, it doesn't say that it's going to be thrown into their games soon, soon. But eventually you're going to get to a point where you're like, what is this? What is being added You might as well get a head start. Just to to be slightly known. Just to even know the surface. Because it's going to be there. Regardless of whatever. Backlash. These game studios are going to go into. Which we've seen a lot of them. Like Ubisoft jump right into it. And you have some that have. Gone into it. Got the backlash. Okay backed out. And then you have some that are just straight out forward. We will not have anything to do with this
0: right exactly so google is amazing youtube university you know that's amazing too with all these different projects even disney's on the lookout for nft experts there's that so it's everybody and if disney gets into the nfts with all the characters that they have in their ecosystem and you can tap in and get that early Remember the trading cards, the, you know, the Top Shot stuff that that recently took place. All those random, you know, super character packs with the baseball cards back in the day. All these things, those collectibles. Next thing you're going to do in the next maybe five to ten years, your collection is going to be the new Flex. So what do you have there? Oh, Crypto Chicks. Oh, World of Women, Famed Ladies, Bored Apes, Little Hippo. Your, Your next Flex is going to be what's in your wallet that was in a commercial by the way so
1: yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> was that for citibank or something i
0: don't know I, I don't remember but that's that's the next thing so so that's that's all the thoughts i have on there any thoughts on that before jumping into into the the next one which the next one i believe is all you right now unless i look at it closer so any thoughts on mt stuff before we move on to the next one next and final topic
1: Which one is that one? No, we're good. We're good. We're good? Yeah.
0: Okay, so Daniela, let's talk about Ghostwire Tokyo. So there was a showcase this week. Uh, it was about 18, 20 minutes, give or take, uh, for Ghostwire Tokyo. What did you love about it? What did you really love about it? Daniela, what's going on here?
1: Oh, I love this style. It's, it's like this thriller horror game, but there's so much color to it that it's put in such a way that has that eerie effect, but not it's, it it's confusing, but the action in it, the, the style, I can't, I can't wait to play this game. I, I can't, I'm, I'm excited. That that's where I'm at with it, and these like these paranormal like creatures with these like Slenderman looks slash aliens. Oh my god! And it has, I think, it has a lot of good variety for people, and their different, you know, what they like, whether it be action or stealth. It's just, it's beautiful. It,
0: it is, <laughs> it is beautiful, and and for me, I realized that uh, this style of game. It's definitely one one that I know that if you stream it on your channel, I'll watch it. But I don't see myself playing it. You know what I mean. But I, I guess I I, 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 mean... I I do understand how excited you are for it. I just rather see you geek out over what you're what you're looking at. I don't know. Maybe if there's a demo type thing, I'll check it out. Maybe, maybe not. More not than maybe. But we'll see, right? But Ghostwire Tokyo looks absolutely amazing. I have nothing negative to say about it. I did watch you know, clips of that particular 20-minute uh, showcase uh, from on the PlayStation uh, YouTube channel. So de- definitely uh, tap in there and check out what they're doing uh, on there. But, um, yeah, I think it's absolutely amazing. I look forward to watching people play it now when it comes out, whenever that is. Um, did it give a date? Was it March?
1: March 25th.
0: OK, so I look forward to seeing the buzz in March. And I also look forward to seeing the buzz during uh, the the buzz during Halloween time. Right.
1: Cause oh, it, yeah, definitely. because right. It's got to have something. that's like if it doesn't have like some like little cool DLC that comes along with it, then definitely Halloween time is when people are going to be like, hey, Horde's theme for the month. Let's try some titles we haven't played for. So that gets a little, no you know, another reboost right there. I I think what really gets me excited is that it's just it's such a unique look and it's so it's so different and um and that's what I really love about video games is like you get into like this kind of copy and paste same type of look for some some games and then you have something that comes out that looks so different from what's out there on the market right now and it gets you pumped it gets you excited and, and that's what I really like about this you know spiritual yokai hunting type of game here with like if the music that they're playing is part of this then absolutely i just i dig it
0: yeah absolutely so uh that's all we have for this episode 608 of the show radio this is the shortest one um (laughs) this year thus far i think really yeah i think so We'll, we'll see we'll see about the numbers uh but definitely um daniela i know you're you're gearing up for your streaming stuff. So what are we expecting? <laughs> let me let me ask that before we yeah, start Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: working on that one. I was actually supposed to come back to streaming this week, but I got myself a chinchilla that I absolutely fell in love with. And a like,
0: chinchilla.
1: Yes.
0: I did see it's a, it's the a... thing spinning like Sonic the Hedgehog in dirt. I did see that.
1: And it it's absolutely adorable. You have no idea. I wanted a chinchilla for 13 years now, and I finally got one. And he's absolutely adorable. So I was like, there was just no balancing of time whatsoever. Because I almost kind of stopped doing some TikTok videos. I have a whole, like, document of things I want to record and make for it. But, like, I've just been coming home and just spelling time and just playing with them. Because they're kind of a little bit of a high-maintenance pet to have. They're super active. But they're super active during the evenings more so than during the day. So I come home in, like, early evenings, and I bring him out to play for, like, two, three hours, and he's just adorable. It was, it was actually, um, what was it, um, the day before I, I bought him, uh, my son asked for a brother again, my 18-year-old son, he's like, Mom, you can totally have another kid, you're young enough, I need a brother, But as if I can pick and choose. That's, yeah, yeah that's I'm an interesting get. conversation, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's all like he's like it's a strong possibility. I'll take a sister too, but if I put it on the universe that I get a brother, maybe I would get one. So um the next day I bought a chinchilla. I'm like, here's your brother. There you go. <laughs> which I named I named him Erebus. Which um uh, my son's name Nyx is uh from Greek mythology. It's actually Nyx is the goddess of night. Um so I bought a chinchilla named him Erebus, which is the brother to Nyx. Well, if you go by Greek mythology, it's also the husband. But hey, we're gonna ignore that part.
0: <laughs> mm, okay. Like, hey. <laughs> so, okay. So so definitely to <laughs> tap into Daniela and what she's getting ready to do on the streaming side of things. Uh, oh yeah. So that that is going to be dope. I'm sure she is preparing and going to give you amazing value on that on that front. Uh, a couple of things I definitely will mention as we wrap up. Definitely uh, join the club, the Alliance Academy on Clubhouse. I'm doing some rooms on Clubhouse, uh, crypto stuff, YouTube stuff on that platform. It is fun. Uh, people come in and ask their questions and that kind of vibe, which is pretty pretty dope. So definitely check that out. Also join the community, thealliancediscord.com, thealliancediscord.com. They'll put you in the Discord and definitely follow Daniela and her Twitch. Danielle, where can they find you?
1: You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, at at Miss DJM. And where can they find you, Andrew?
0: Sure. You could find me at Uriah, pretty much across all social media platforms, at U-R-I-Y-Y-A. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next time.
1: Bye, guys.